Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome. It is now a week and a half before my birthday. It's all about me, right? No, actually, if you're listening to this live, uh, we're in mid-April of 2020, which will be down in history as one of the oddest times on the planet. The, uh, it was 100 days. Now it's going to be more than that. That just changed all of our lives. All of a sudden, everything that we know, everything we know, how crazy is that, is different. That is like watching a movie out of your dreams. And if you're my age, you're like, wow, it's finally here. Um, everything except grocery stores are closed. I can't get my nails done. Your hair salon is closed. You're quarantined to your house. There is Zoom. We're in the 21st century. You can see each other. You can see your favorite celebrity uh, doing the late night show with their kids holding up cards. Um, it's the most different time ever. And I'm going to offer you guys a little voice of hope because I have been through some crazy times. I'm massively crazy times, probably more than most of you. And, and feel free to reach out to me if you think you can top this. We have a game called Can You Top This? You don't want to top some of mine. You don't want to have raised a little boy from the age of eight to 19 only to have him murdered uh, on his way to, from haircut to a church on a Sunday morning. Yeah, that was my Dexter. Uh, we were the front page of the LA Times. It's a big deal. I was the front row seat as the Shooter, 10 stories below me at the Mandalay Bay, was firing into a concert full of audience members. And I curiously videotaped the entire thing on my phone because I knew at that moment that I was witnessing something as odd and surreal as it was. Part of my brain says, you need to record this or tell people where you are. Uh, there was a moment where we believed that we were desperately in danger. Uh, that lasted about a half hour, the most frightening half hour of my life, I think. Yeah. Um, guns were involved. It was bad. Uh, certainly survived. And then for the next 11 hours was in lockdown at the Mandalay Bay Foundation Room and found a way to create sanity. And if you go to YouTube and you Google my name in Las Vegas, you'll see all the more aftermath, all the morning shows that I ended up on and all the conversations I had about gun control. My Dexter was murdered by a gun. Um, I like to shoot guns. How crazy and confusing, right? Do not want to get into that argument or conversation right now. Uh, but if you've ever been in the middle of a crisis, tragedy that's bigger than you, you have the same sensation. The only difference right now is the entire world, think about that for a second, the entire world is experiencing the exact same thing you are. Now, here's the funny thing. That's true and not true. There's a virus around the entire world. But many of us here in this country, I'm, I'm actually heard all around the world, but I'm just going to say America for a second have a roof over our head, have access to food, and are doing okay. In fact, a friend of mine wrote on Facebook today. He said, I haven't turned on the news and I don't even realize there's a virus going on. And I thought, yay for you. How lucky are you that you're not a first responder, that you're not the family of a nurse, that you're not the mother or father of a healthcare worker that died because they had massive exposure to this, who are on the front lines and living it every day. We are incredibly lucky. And uh, we also live in a house or an apartment. 
Do you live in a cardboard box? Are you in a refugee camp? Are you in a cave somewhere? I mean, let's get real about how lucky and fortunate that we are. And so I have woken up every morning with a massive renewed sense of gratitude for what I created up to this point, how I have my family, I am in love. Um, please take a moment, and I don't mean to preach here, but I want you guys to be aware because every night if you turn on the news, you hear the same thing. How many people died where the virus is now? How many people died where the... Here's what you don't seem to hear. You don't seem to hear the cries of the women who are in a house in quarantine lockdown with an abusive or ex-husband or my, my girlfriend's case in the middle of a divorce. It's horrible. She's verbally abused every day. What if you're a child locked into that environment? What if your only escape from your hell was going to school every day? What if that's where you got your food, got your sense of self-esteem, got out of the house? Maybe somebody's sexually abusing you. I have done so much work now that I've come to realize that almost one in four or five people that you've ever met have been sexually abused when they were too little to speak out about it. Well, now that everyone's quarantined in their home, no one's watching other people. And my heart goes out, certainly for people who are on a respirator or in a hospital bed, but for the people that we don't seem to hear from every day. And that's scaring me because we don't hear from them. There is no outlet for them. There's no place for them to go to work and talk to other people. So number one, find a Zoom world to connect to whether it's your local meetup, uh, every morning, every afternoon at noon, 12 noon. For my, my guys in Arizona, it's at 9 a.m. We are doing my spin gym. Yeah, we actually have a blast for about 20 minutes. It's called WWW, the Forbes, just WWW Forbes Riley Fit Club. We do a little emotional healing, a little spiritual healing, and a whole lot of physical working out. If you're on my Zoom and you can see this now, you know what I'm talking about, right? All right. So I do have a fun show today. I've got two guests and we're all talking about money. Now, one of the reasons that we're talking about money is because that is what's on everybody's brain. Everybody right now is focused on where's the next dollar going to come. Now, I know you're not focused on health and fitness, which is frustrating to me. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you something. Again, you go to the news and what are they talking about? They're talking about the number of deaths and the spread of the virus and the cousin coming vaccine and the election and whatever other baloney we all talk about, right? Have you, let me ask you a question, have you heard anybody say anything about make sure you boost your immune system? Uh, crickets, I haven't heard anybody say that. What's the foods that you might need to be eating to stay healthy? What's the supplement? What is the, what is the anything to have that conversation? No, you probably privately go to my Facebook or other thought leaders like me who are talking about going, look, I did hear a doctor talk about who the disease really targets. And if this is you, this is your time to make a life altering change. It targets the obese. Yeah, if your BMI is over 40, it targets people with high blood pressure. It targets people with respiratory issues, with diabetes, with underlying health conditions. Well, a lot of those health conditions you are in control of. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Does that give you the responsibility? Uh-huh. That is exactly what I want to be talking about today. You and only you, there's no government responsible. They're not going to, they're not even trying to tell you or make it better. You're responsible for your health. Oh, wow. What a concept. Now I'm not saying you need to go out and buy your own respirator. You need to go be eating healthy food. I'm odds are given all the conversations that I've ever had, you don't even know what healthy food is. I'm going to show you something right here. I created a book a long time ago called, yeah, it's called my eat journal. Um, and why did I create this? Because I knew what healthy food was, but this is called a journal for what you eat and for what's eating you. 
because even though I knew what healthy food was, I didn't know how much I was eating or why I was eating. A lot of it was due to stress. <gasps> well, there's a lot of stress now. If I hadn't done this program, let me tell you something. I'd be 20, 30 pounds heavier now than I am. Uh-huh. Because I have access to all the junk food. I bought it all from my kids. I bought all kinds of things, you know, just to make sure we're stuck in a house, right? I'm fighting to make sure that we go out and get our fresh fruit and vegetables. I've got some nutritional immune boosters. I am doing that. And I know that Jeff just joined us. I'm focused today on, on what's going on, bringing everyone up to speed. Uh, I'm talking about money, how to make money, but in just a second. Because the problem is not enough people are showing up to my fit class. Why? Because they're scared, they have other things to do, and they're not focused on the this. So we're talking about mental health, talking about physical health, spiritual health. Yeah. Let's please take that moment. And if you're lost or confused about where to go, I'm back on Facebook. Ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, that's kind of crazy after three months of being hacked out. Um, I'm all over Instagram and just find me on the web. I'm there. So I'm still the voice of reason. I am a mother of two kids. My, my twins are here and uh, we are homeschooling and doing all of those things. I know it's a crazy time, but please, as we're going to focus today on money, I've got two very, very successful guests. Um, we're going to talk about how you can increase your bottom line, which is awesome. You're going to Dan Young and Jeff Lerner in just a minute here, but please do me a favor. Wake up in that sense of gratitude. Know that if you're not sick right now, how healthy are you? Yeah, we know that Forbes Factor is about health, wealth, and happiness. And right now, for many people, health is wealth. So while it's going to be nice to focus on your bottom line, and you're going to learn how to make money in just a few minutes, literally, you're going to learn how to make money, uh, and we're going to have a, a, a giveaway for you, um, understand that none of this matters if you don't function as a person. And so holistically, that's always been my message. And I am very excited that you're tuned into Forbes Factor today or sometime in the future. If you're listening, please make sure we're on all the podcasts from iTunes to Stitcher, you name it, we're there. Share this message. It's a very, very important one. All right. So right now, I would like to welcome actually both of my guests on the screen visually so I can see them and they can interact with each other. Um, the first is Jeff Lerner. And Jeff is a money master internet genius who I met when I photobombed a video he was doing. He was doing a little selfie video, but we were in the VIP lounge at a very high level convention. I didn't actually have it that calculated, but I don't know. I liked his energy or something told me. And if you're like me and you're pretty spiritually in tune, something like to, you need to know, well, he's not one of my business partners. And I literally felt like I got pushed into his video. He embraced me. It turned into magic. And we're going to learn more about that. And then I've got Mr. Dan Young. Now, Dan, he's an entrepreneur, investor, and a mentor, and he's working to create millionaires around the globe as well. Get the theme of today's show. You need to make money. We got some great stuff to, to you know, be able to do that. He founded over 20 years ago a thing called PC Laptops, a tech company. He's, he's also in his own world. Right now, he's sitting in a spaceship. I think him and Captain Kirk are hanging out. What is the environment that you are in, dude? So, <laughs> Jeff Lerner, welcome to the show. Dan Young, hey, guys. Hello. Dan, Dan, unmute. Is that a virtual background or are you just literally on Mars? <laughs> a virtual virtual background, yes. Uh, you totally win, my friend. My son's <laughs> name is Riker. Got it? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. How cool the dorky chick am I? Hello. <laughs> yeah, I, win, I win for dorkitudes. All right, so Dan, tell everybody who you are and what you're up to. So uh, my name is Dan Young. Um, I founded a bunch of tech companies over 28 years ago. Uh, PC Laptops, you mentioned, and Zydex online, Zydex.com. And at Zydex, we do like high performance gaming computers and uh, all kinds of fun stuff for developers. 
Um, and then also Dan's Millionaire Code. Uh, that's where I mentor people out there and try to help them uh, get to the next level. What is the biggest thing you find that keeps people from their, their biggest success? Uh, you know, you've heard this probably from a lot of different people, but fear is the biggest one is that, that doubt that holds us back from action. That's the biggest one. What keeps you from being fearful? Uh, I get fearful. <laughs> well, I think we all get a little more fearful, uh, but the big thing is practicing courage on a daily basis. So making okay. a list of those courageous things that you can do every single day. And then really you get so busy. Wait, 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 like what? And I actually, you know, it's funny on this particular show, because I am a guest on so many shows and we're going to show you something very interesting in a minute uh, about how you can leverage being a guest, but I am not that theoretical. I've got lots of theories. When you say make a list, I want to hear some juicy stuff. Give me something that you has on, that you have on your list that keeps you motivated. So, you know, I believe there's just, there's a few parts of our brain that we need to address. It's the, uh, the physical, the financial and the spiritual and every day, what you want to do is a brain dump. First thing, when you kind of get up and write down all those things in your mind that you're worried about or things you know you can do, and then prioritize them, right? And so I like to pick three things at a minimum per day, one in each one of those areas that you have to get done. And of course, you can add a couple more, but it has to be on your must do on a daily list. I love that. that. That's my secret. That is, I actually, I love that. We can elaborate on that because the gentleman is also on here. It's also very big. He's very financially successful, but he incorporates all that and he'll share some of that. Welcome to the table, Mr. Jeff Lerner. Hey, Forbes. Glad to hey, be how here. how are you? I'm great. I'm, I'm actually having a really good day. It's not a, it's not a, a banal, I'm great. It's a genuine, precise statement of my state is that I'm great. Why? What happened? Well, I actually, so I got up at five, about 5.15 this morning and uh, was going to go do my morning workout. That's like my keystone habit in life. If I get up early and work out, I have a great day. If I don't, I don't. And my three-year-old girl was upstairs screaming, you know, had some sort of night terror or something. So my initial response was to be really stressed out and annoyed because she was interrupting my workout. But instead I responded and I went and got her. I came down and put her in the in the jogging stroller and I actually took her out and ran hill sprints with her and said, okay, we're going to go fast. And she goes, yeah, we're going to go fast. And I turned it into a win and I've been pretty much riding that energy ever since. Well, I love that. So Dan, you don't know what this is. This is my spin gym. We do class every day. In 15 minutes, you get the most heart pumping, sick workout you've ever gotten. Our group's growing. Uh, so I worked out and I've been doing that every day, but I had a great moment. Um, because my class is open to the world. It's called ForbesRileyFitClub.com. You just go and register and it's on Zoom and it's free. It helps if you have this. But a gentleman from Columbia came on today and he said, Forbes, I am your biggest fan. I'm like, really? He said, in 1984, I know it dates me. He said, my babysitter, instead of taking me to see Fantasia by Disney, took me to see Splatter University, the first feature film I ever didn't start in. He said, and I fell in love with you. He said, and you're the reason I'm gay. I'm like, Oh, no, really? He said, no, no. He said, not that I wanted to be with a girl. He said, I actually wanted to be, my name, he said, I wanted to be Forbes Riley. I wanted to be Francine Forbes. It's my, it's like, what? He said, yes, I followed you ever since. You're my, one of my all-time inspirations. I cannot believe I'm talking to you. And let me tell you, not only is my heart going, that's so cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But yeah, so Dan, why is today a great day for you? Uh, it's been a great day because, you know, you wake up, you're alive. Um, and if you have your, you know, your physical power, your spiritual power and your financial power, you can actually move the needle. Um, it's kind of interesting. You know, we're all scrolling through our social media feeds and you see some people just use it as healing time. 
Um, but I think it's just shifting that energy into get it done time. And that's really the key, you know. So every morning, it's just great because it's a fresh opportunity to be able to, to make a difference in employees' lives, customers' lives, students' lives, everyone's lives, even peers. And, and even our mentors need mentoring, too, as well, sometimes mentally, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I've got two minutes to my first break. We're actually, we are live radio uh, all over the world on Voice America. I have an amazing team in Arizona who's still showing up to work every day. God bless them. And then we're pushed out as a podcast. Today's show, if you're listening, features two men who I don't think the economy had a big shift on. Not the way it did for most people, because you can't get fired if you don't have a job. You can't be unemployed if you were never employed. So part of what today is I want you to tune up your hearing. I have a lot of entrepreneurs on the show of all ranges, but they're both successful. They both currently have employees, have an income stream, and are teaching what they know. So I want you to come back after this break, and we're going to key into uh, make sure you go to FastTrackToMillions.com if you want some real good insight in this. We're going to start you. I don't think it's a side hustle anymore. I think it's just you get to learn to hustle. Okay? Yeah. How many streams of income do you have? But let's learn from two men who, being two comma club guys, you know, that means you've made a million or more. There's nothing unusual to them. This is how they live their lives. I'm going to tell you, a lot of what keeps you from where you are is not your bank account, your ability, or whether you graduated college. It's what's between your ears. It's how you think about what you do, how you think about, and then how you react to the situations. So my name is Forbes Riley. You're listening to Forbes Factor right here on Voice America. Don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Be inspired. 
You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, so we're going to focus on Dan for the, the, first, the first 10 minutes here, and then I'm going to give the rest of the show up over to Jeff because he and I have got a project I want to share with our, our audience. So, Dan, we're going to deep dive on you for a little bit here. Um, did you grow up with a successful mindset? Uh, well, my parents were, were not really super entrepreneurial in the very beginning, so we grew up fairly poor. I remember us counting change in the laundry room and my mother crying with all our pills and things. Um, but it did give me a drive to say, hey, you know, maybe, maybe we can change this. And so, so what was the what was the impetus? Did you have a mentor? Did you have a moment? What set you on this entrepreneurial path? Yeah, I worked in the mall at Radio Shack selling electronics and a customer but came in older dude. You may have to dude. define for some of my listeners who are millennials, Radio Shack. Yeah. yeah, that's like Best Buy in the old days. Yeah, micro Best Buy, you know, where you could buy a phone or computer and those kind of things. And uh, I worked there and I met a mentor, an older guy, and he took me to lunch a couple of times. And I found out that this guy had 27,000 employees and sold this company for like seven and a half billion dollars, uh, which is incredible. Um, and then he, every week he kind of just taught me um, for no charge. It was pretty cool. Wow. All right. And what's one or two of the lessons that really stuck with you for all these years? The big one is find people's pains and heal them. Right. So oh, everyone okay. has so a say pain. Say that again, guys. Listen to that. He, in order to make money, you want to find people's pain and heal them. How does that turn up for you? So, right. So everyone's suffering in a way, you know, or another. So for example, like our online esports gaming company, we realize that people are, you know, moving to the next level. They're bored as well. And they want to be famous and make a good living and be able to entertain people. So esports, you know, is one of our big uh, passions to be able to help and mentor people in that area. Love that. Um, Jeff, let me ask you a question about, so what's one of your big things that you learned early on that's kind of shaped you through all the years? Um, I think that, I mean, gosh, probably I, the thing that I attribute the majority or that I, that I probably give the most credit to for why I'm, I've been successful is my training or, self, I, I don't know if training is the right word, self-determining process of becoming a jazz musician. There's so many analogs that I found between jazz, being a jazz musician and being an entrepreneur. And I went to this music school where most of the people there were like, they were all musicians, but most of the people there were either training to try to play in an orchestra and probably not succeed at that and then fall back to being a music educator, like, you know, teaching a high school band or something, right? And all of that was around learning the notes, playing the notes, playing them perfectly, practicing the same thing over and over and getting it just right. And it was almost like, it was like a pass fail exam. And then there was like this fringe group of weirdos where we just like to take songs and like break them and make it up on the fly and, and do our own thing. And everybody looked at us pretty weird. It was, a, it was a pretty conservative music educational, like a pedagogy is the term. And then we were like these fringe weirdos. They didn't even have a jazz degree at the time I was there. Uh, it took them 20 years after I graduated to get one, which tells you how old I am. But, but anyway, we, I've that's everything I learned doing that is now what I do as an entrepreneur where like you have to know the basic tune, but you have to develop a comfort kind of like being on a high wire without a net of like, I'm, I'm making this up as I go. 
And so many people, and Dan, I'm sure you get this in the millionaire code, even the term Dan's millionaire code, like the code, part of the code is that there is no code. There's principles, just like in music, there's principles, there's harmony, there's, you know, there's rhythm and time, but it's the ability to manipulate it intelligently that creates the results. Otherwise, all you're doing is just playing somebody else's tune. And that may sound abstract, but I literally use it as a concept every single day. So I don't think it's abstract or I wouldn't think about it so much. Hey, I'm going to say that I think it's cool that I'm an actress who I spend most of my time being unemployed. In fact, every movie star in between movies is technically unemployed. Uh, I've never worked for anyone my entire life. And in a week and a half, I turned 60. Well, that's been a pretty crazy good life, right? And how did I amass all of this? So what I've tried to do is to deconstruct it. And it comes down to always, I've never had structure. So this seems totally fine for me. Um, but I did have certain principles about how do you get prepared to get to a certain place in life or prepare for an audition? You know, I mean, can you imagine most people, if they had to go on a job, I used to say this, I go on a job interview three to five times a day, which mm -hmm. means number one, I get rejected a whole lot. I got pretty good at getting rejected, which you have to kind of really learn to let go. I never quite got that as good as I could have. Um, because there's this phrase that I hate when successful people say this, oh, it's just business. You know, I can screw you over. It's just business. We'll screw you. What I've discovered, especially like owning my own companies and stuff, most businesses by little guys aren't just businesses. They're their heart. They start these things. I actually did everything with Spin Gym I teach people not to do. Do not fall in love with your product. Do not put your name on your product. Don't do a lot of those things. And I fell into that trap. Now, luckily, they're having an outlet like home shopping, you know, and being expert on that. So I, I really want to just deconstruct a little bit as I'm sitting here watching both of you men. You're comfortable. Successful means that if you don't make any money for the next six months, you guys will both be fine. Am I correct? Yeah, that's not the norm for my waitresses and my nail salon and my hairdresser. They're all kind of freaking out right now. So while I love that you guys are my mentors and we can talk at a certain level, let's go back to the people who right now are like, oh, what do I do now? What are we telling them, Dan? So a few different things. Um... I'm more logic based than emotionally winged ding it based though. I, some people have a very good gut um, to be able to follow things. I don't. Um, I never was really good academically. But one thing I did is build that group of mentors uh, for women and men that were where I wanted to be. And I just asked them for the answers to the test. They gave me the clear regimen of what I need to do. And look, I didn't perfectly execute it, but I followed it probably 85, 90%. And mystically, magically, uh, things just happen. So if someone's working at home, whether if they're an employee right now or self-employed or whatever it may be, the big thing is now is your time to be a star because 90% of people have crawled in a little freaking hole and they're living in fear. And so if you're that bright star, if you're that person doing that extra thing for your business, you work for a, a nail salon. You know, if there's something that you could do to virtually instruct people, like on how to get their nails done a certain way or their hair done a certain way, you could be the savior of the business that you work for. Now, if you're self-employed or if you own a company, it's the exact same thing. You can stand out from all your competition because this is just like 2008 as far as devastation, maybe a little bit worse, but that's the time for greatest opportunity. That's when wealth is transferred to people taking action. I want to have you say that sentence again. That is when what? That's when uh, wealth, wealth is, is transferred to people taking action. 
Wow. Did you know that he didn't say go spend four years in college, go actually have to raise money, do anything other than what you already do and what you already know. So let me run something by you, Dan, because I, I created something. I think I haven't done one of those big launches. I'm working on my very first launch. I'm a, I'm a television person. I've done 189 infomercials. You want to take a product and put it on television, which nobody watches anymore, or home shopping. Wow, I can make you a millionaire in a day. That's a pretty good formula. And I pretty much have a good gut instinct for what will work and not work. Uh, but I also have an audience of 85 million people. So that means I didn't really have to work hard to build the lists and understand how to massage those things, all those baby skills that I'm learning right now. But here's one skill that I shine at and I can say probably one of the best in the world, and that's being an awesome guest. What does that mean? So when I was 16, I ended up winning the Miss Teenage New York, Miss Teenage America pageant. And all of a sudden you go from this moment to being, all of a sudden you're sitting on couches on Good Morning America, you're being interviewed on radio shows and from magazines. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, and if you were like me back then, I was 16, I had no message really. They always ask you, you know, what's going to be your charity? And really at that age, I knew nothing. And I compare that to a lot of people who never took a moment and said, wow, one, if I had a supportive charity publicly, what would it be? Two, if I had to drive traffic or drive people to what I'm doing, how would I get them there? And then three, how do I just become entertaining? You ever, because I've done this podcast. I've had two different podcasts in my life over the last 20 years. Sans the two of you, most of my guests suck. They just do. They're boring. They're not interesting. They don't have a message. They don't know why they're there. They answer questions like a robot. You ever watch a politician? I was on the road. I helped get a, a politician elected who's been a state senator for 24 years. What I learned, didn't matter what question you asked her, she already had the answer. It was always about, it was her agenda. Your question somehow came around to help her get her agenda out there. And so I've created a thing, Dan, get this, called OPP. You know what OPP is? <laughs> Glad you smiled and said no. Other people's podcasts. Oh. How you leverage your expertise, whatever it is, your message, how you get more credibility, gain visibility. And if you do it my way, you monetize your message. And everybody can start making something from that right now. How does that resonate with you? Um, it does a lot, you know, and really getting your message out there is the key. You know, one of my students is funny, works at this core power yoga place. And this particular student was like, I'm unemployed now. <laughs> We're closed. And so the idea was to make virtual uh, Instagram live by donation sessions. This person normally was making 50, 60,000 a month as an instructor, but went to making 10,000 a week by simply saying, hey, if this is beneficial, you know, you could donate. That's great. I appreciate it. And, and every week this person is guiding something. How are they, just seen. a real tactical thing. How are they getting the donations? Uh, Venmo, just a little oh, Venmo link. My Venmo. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And, and there's no mandatory donation. It's like, Hey, I'm holding this class every day. No, I'm actually Wednesday. doing a birthday party next week. Uh, yeah. Saturday night. It's going to be my big formal birthday party. You're welcome to come. You're invited. Uh, my girls all want a reason to put on makeup and a dance party. Uh, you only turn 60 once and it's a BYO, BYOC and BYO food. Uh, you have to bring your own beer, your own food and your own <laughs> cake. Uh, cause you're in your own house. But you can dress up. You can be crazy. You're going to meet a lot of my crazy celebrity friends. It's going to be an amazing night on Saturday night, Eastern at seven o'clock from seven to nine. The Forbes Rally Sexy and 60 birthday bash. <laughs> or I was going to call it the annual anniversary of my 29th birthday. I'm not quite sure if I want to keep admitting this age number because I don't feel it. I don't look it. I just want to go, no, I'm only like 45. Hey, Jeff, you created a world. You're a specialist when it comes to getting little baby entrepreneurs also moving forward. And you created this world called Entra. Tell us about it. 
So I decided about a, or about a year and a half ago, I decided to decide what I wanted to do with my life for real. Because um, up to that point, there had always been layers of like, I need to make money. I need to make a living. And even when I had enough money, I was like, I need to make more money. I need to do this. And, and I reached a point where it was truly the cliche of like, I want to have a conversation that with myself that where money's not in the equation. And, and at this point, I trust myself that I'm not going to really do anything that like loses money, but I just don't want that to be the deciding factor. And I, and I kind of landed around, I want to lead the world into an, you know, an entrepreneurial and revolution's a strong word, but uh, essentially I, I, I evolved my language to realize what I actually am is I am an evangelist for an awesome life. So people say, what do you do? I, and I, I don't haven't had business cards made up yet, but it's in, in my mind. It's like, I'm an awesome life evangelist. That's what I do. And people, what does that mean? I literally go around and spread the good news that there are new tools, new opportunities, new strategies, new technologies that allow anybody virtually anywhere in the world to create an awesome life. I came up with this sort of tagline of being successfully unemployed that has a very different and profound resonance now. I, I took this picture this morning of my daughter. I know on the radio they can't see it, but she's sitting on her wearing my, my successfully unemployed T-shirt. <laughs> I and, love that. And 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 frankly, now and again, it has more weight than ever. Even when I came up with it, I want to teach people how to be successfully unemployed because in the world in the world we live in, with the internet, you know, as ubiquitous as it is and as powerful as it is, and with these very legitimate, very credible, very mainstream business models that are built on huge multi-billion dollar platforms, it's not all like fringe weirdo stuff like it was maybe 10, 20 years ago. Anybody, frankly, not only can become very successful online, but in many cases, I would suggest it's a better strategy for becoming successful than the traditional take on a ton of student debt, get a four-year degree, plug yourself into the system, toil away for decades with raises that don't even keep up, keep up with cost of living increases and pray that there's solvency when you turn 65. Like I actually think that's kind of a bum strategy now. And I want to teach the alternative, which as real as it is, isn't getting enough airtime. Well, we had a conversation just about college in general, because my two kids are, you know, looking, getting in there. Why exactly at whatever point we decided, do you need to give up? Think about this four years, four very precious years of your life, when you probably look the best from like 17 to 21, you're hot back, right? You're stuck in a college and learning theoretical things from professors who had never actually necessarily lived in the real world, whether it's women's studies or history, or I don't know what, to get a piece of paper that gets you nothing. I have two degrees, never got anything with my piece of paper. <laughs> and my parents, because they paid for it with $200,000 in debt most of their life. Does that logic bother you at all? Dan, are you college educated? Um, so, yes, I went to college a little bit and dropped out. Um, but I, I will tell you this, though. Um, picking your mentors is so critical. Again, you know, you don't ever want to have a broke financial advisor. So when I have people approach me on financial, financial advice, I say, send me your tax returns. Let my CPA audit that. And if they're like 50 times wealthier, okay, maybe they know what they're doing. If they've been doing that for over a decade or two, and they've been consistent with that execution. And so college, in my mind, unless you're like a doctor or a lawyer or something that requires that piece of paper, you're having somebody who's practically broke, usually, trying to teach you how to be successful. That doesn't work. 
right? So there's much better avenues for, for being able to figure that but out. But what we did was we created a social stigma, an artificial, completely artificial, which is why a lot of this stuff that's breaking down now is good for us, that says if you don't have that piece of paper, yeah, I'm not hiring you. If you don't have a bigger piece of paper, I can't hire you. We did. We lied to ourselves, didn't we? Yeah, but uh, but I believe that stigma is going away. A lot of tech CEOs like myself have basically, I mean, I don't really care what kind of degree someone has. In fact, a lot of people that are professional students make very poor executors because they're analyzers and they don't get stuff done. Oh, that's fascinating. All right, let me ask a question. How do you, when you get a mentor, how do you pick a mentor and how, what do you glean from them? How do you really do that? So by picking a mentor, you know, uh, Google makes it really easy. You can look at LinkedIn, Facebook, see if they're the person that has the energy, the intelligence and the integrity level that you want to grow to be like, right? right. And then you can look at their, they say that um, successful people and good people leave success in their wake. So really people right now with the internet can't hide bad deeds and poor ethics and low energy. So oh, it's well, so easy to say, do that. In an effort for time, because I've got two minutes for my break, let's assume you identified that person what does it mean to have somebody as a mentor? What do you do with them? Uh, one, you find out what their pains are and see how you can help them, whether it's giving your time or whatever that is to help them. And people naturally want to reciprocate, obviously, if you've solved the problem for them. And then in turn, they will help you level up. Oh, I kind of get that. Do you teach that in what you do in your code? We do. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think that's kind of that fascinating. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Dan, so much for joining us. Is there anything that, well, you know what? I got a minute. We're going to have you come back real quick because I want you to add, come up and come up with some question for Jeff. And Jeff, you got to come up with some question for Dan. It's one of the things when I do in a panel. Uh, because Dan, I, I love love getting to know you. And I right now I need to say, don't go away. Listen to my uh, my amazing sponsors. And we'll be right back after this message. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, so if you want to make money, my two guests are really good at it. I think they both have a little printing machine in the back. I can hear it. Uh, but they have very specific philosophies, but they have the same core value. Same core value, I believe in both of them, is that it starts here. They're both physically fit. They understand gratitude. They understand serving others. It's very powerful when you listen to very successful people talk, if you listen with the right ear and right frame of mind. So, Jeff, I'm going to give you an opportunity to ask Dan a question, anything at all. Sure, yeah. So, Dan, I'm sure a question that we're all wondering how do you see what, what do you see kind of the longer term impacts of how of this massive disruption that has just happened in the world? I mean, obviously, there's going to be a new normal. What do you see as the differences between the new and the old normal? Um, I think people use steering wheels on cars, even though they're automated now, a lot of them. Right. And I think people will go back to the norm. There's a lot of drama right now. of Oh, this is some big pandemic. Everyone's going to work from home. Nope. Humans love to congregate. Humans love physical experiences as long as they feel safe. So as long as that safety level comes back here in the next few months and things like that, you're going to see people transitioning back to the old way. This is why people use a keyboard with the letters the way they're laid out inefficiently, why they use you know steering wheels to drive cars again. Um, so I don't see any massive change there, really. I think, I mean, as a technology person, yes, I think people will embrace technology more, though. Um, but humans love to socialize though so i believe it's going to go back to a, a baseline there but those that take action now and aren't head in the sand are going to be the people leading us to the net to our future what's your take on ai um ai is pretty interesting we work a lot of, you know i sit on intel's board of advisors since 2008 and ai is going to be ever ever so more uh, prevalent it does have its dangers obviously that we'll have to contend with going forward, but it does have it, its advantages to help us evolve. So I think um, we'll see a lot of cool changes going along in the future. I love that. Dan, you have a question for Jeff. Jeff, yeah, what is the number one thing that you do every day? If you were to put, I know you have many in your arsenal, but what are maybe one or two different specific actions that people listening can take every day to, to be able to be at that level they need to be? Well, I can answer by telling you what I've identified as my, I call it my keystone habit. And I take that term from Charles Duhigg's book, The Power of Habit. It's the simple thing that I know flips my switch into being a better version of myself that I can do every single day. If I do this, a lot of other things seem to fall into place and it's get up early and work out really, really hard. And that may sound so unsexy, but Honestly, most success formulas actually aren't that sexy. That's why they work. So being a former couch potato, what is something someone can do? Maybe both of you guys can input immediately. First thing. <laughs> Dude, you think, Dan, you have no idea. And I'm going to tell you, I, you know what? I'm going to send you one of these. 
I'm going to show you how to use it. I'm going to prove to you that this is in one minute, <laughs> one minute, the most effectual thing that you've ever imagined in your life. My goal is to get Google and Intel to have everyone at a computer because literally 60 seconds doubles your heart rate. I had to jump in there because I got to tell you, <laughs> this is a funny thing. I've been doing this for 10 years. I've sold two and a half million. I actually sold $1.2 million worth in 24 hours on home shopping. Whoa. But, oh, I know. 61. I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> Baby, I, that, I've got that formula wired. You want to know how to pitch better? That's what I do. But I'll tell you what. This, these are 60. I mean, these are 60-year-old freaking arms. My fiance is a three-time world physique champion. We have him do one song full out, and he is drenched and done. What else can you do besides mad, passionate love to your girl? No, seriously. In three <laughs> minutes to one song that you are drenched. I don't let you sit on the couch doing it. Got a deal? Let's do it. All right, we're going to do the Dan I Want to Look Young contest, the challenge. Okay, okay, okay. Dan, okay. Yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to, let me tell you, I'm going to send one of these. Go to Forbes Riley at Gmail right now. Pop me your address, your phone number. Your, and, and you know what, Jeff? I'm going to have the two of you on it because Jeff's also, Jeff got one. And Jeff, like so many of my very successful friends said, oh, that's great, Forbes. We love you. Let me put this in the drawer. And they didn't take it out. <laughs> now, because of the pandemic, they're all taking out, going, what can I do at home? I'm like, what can you do at home? What I've always done at home. So that's my little plug for Spin Gym. I'm just going to send you one, my friend, because you could change our world. And also, again, I'm all about getting everybody fit. One of my girls, she just lost 168 pounds over the course of this year Whoa. doing this. Let's talk about things that you don't realize that can change your life dramatically. Yes? Wow, I got that whole big conversation. So, Jeff, what is the workout since Dan's going, yeah, Forbes, that's nice. I'm going to Spin Gym. But Jeff, what do you do? Well, I will say the spin gym, she's right. It sat, in, it sat on the back of my desk under my computer uh, riser shelf for like a month. And then I did. I got it out on a call with her. And she was like, what are you doing? And Because I, I was below the screen and I brought it up. And she told me how I was doing it wrong. And I, was, I really was exhausted after a few minutes. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I like, I have a philosophy around doing hard things. I think that uh, a lot of our world and our modern world and even the concept of modernization itself is conceptualized around things getting easier. And I actually think that's bad for business. I think that we're wired to, to some degree to, to have the, a struggle. I mean, all, all growth is at adaptive stress, right? Like we, we grow by exerting against stress. And so I like to do really a really hard thing early in the day that the odds are it's going to be the hardest thing I do all day. The rest of my day, like by 6 a.m., my hardest work is done and everything's easy from there, physically at least. And it's just like one win. It's how to start the day with a massive win. It's like it's 6 a.m. Most people aren't even out of bed yet. And that I've already, I, I, I have, you know, I have a, a, a bio tracker. I have an Apple watch, right? And I try to get, you know, the, my best days are the days I've burned a thousand calories before 6 a.m. And wow. I just, I just geek out. I don't know. It's weird. I like it. It's, you know, so I didn't get to be a Navy SEAL. I was a jazz musician. So I got to find other ways to struggle. Dan, are you married? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So somebody asked me yesterday morning, which one of my, he's like, you know, what gets you out of bed or what gets you up every morning? And this is the man that I'm talking about that I get to wake up next to. I don't know if you can really see it, but that's my fiance. I want to look like him when I grow up. Yeah, we well, all do. But, <laughs> well, but that's an interesting question. If you want to look like him when you grow up, then you might want to follow what he does. And one of the things that he does. I know it's crazy, right? That and he gets to wake up next to me. No, <laughs> I know. And I'll tell you what, having, I will tell you, and Jeff, most beautiful wife in the world. 
that also finding someone that you love and want to partner with, I think is also a great thing. Yes, Dan, talk about you love life for a second. Oh, well, my wife's awesome. We met when we were broke at college, <laughs> community college that, and then um, she worked two jobs while I started all these crazy different businesses that uh, some didn't work and some worked. So she's been awesome at that. And also as you know, bookkeeper and babysitter and HR person. And, everything. and what's one thing that you do to make her feel special? Um, well, I've been working on that is just listen more because being that I'm kind of a, you know, math person, I'm always trying to get to the solution. Um, but I'd say my biggest uh, blind spot that I need to work on myself um, is just listening and being present instead of always just purely executing. You know, it's funny. It goes back to an old book. One of the books that saved me a long time ago was called Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. Chapter two actually says something I didn't know. I didn't grow up with a lot of boys in my world. It says, if a man loves you and you tell him your problem, your issue, his natural instinct is to try and fix it. Newsflash to our men. <laughs> we're not telling you to, we don't want you to fix it. We just want you to listen. And the book said to the women reading it, don't tell them. If you want to bitch about something, bitch to your girlfriends because they don't want to fix your shit. But be really careful because if, you know, your man loves you, that's what he wants to do. Do you find that as an issue? Yeah, I'm always trying to solve, you know, problems though. But again, it takes some conscious competence to uh, be able to actively listen and be present, right? I will say during all of this time that having a touch of romance, leaving a note, being extra wonderful and then playing the 100-100 game, you know, what's a good relationship? It's not 50-50, not the 100-100, but even 110. I've discovered that really being a little nicer. My fiance actually was in a horrible motorcycle accident January 2nd. He hasn't walked since then. He's uh, yeah. Talk about he's going through his own transition, not going to the gym and not working out for the last 14 weeks. It's played his toll on him. In fact, he just shaved his whole head out of frustration. Yeah. Okay. Lucky me to be there for your partner. Jeff's one, what's one thing that you do to make Jackie feel extra special? You know, actually, as I was talking about the workouts, I, I felt remiss that I didn't actually frame it this way. The reason I really, you know, my life has changed dramatically since I, I committed in a, in a, in a non-negotiable way to that, that practice. But the way that started was almost five years ago, my wife's mom had passed away from cancer and, it, and in a very visceral way, it impacted both of us and where we was like, listen, we can only control what we can control, but whatever we can control, we're going to control. And to, and to the extent we can keep ourselves healthy, we're going to. And, and we knew we had a, I mentioned I had a three-year-old. We had a baby that was going to be there soon. At least that was in the plan. And so we knew we needed to create a health regimen where we would, we could still, because I have older kids. So like we can leave the house at four in the morning or five in the morning, but we have to be back when Stella wakes up. So we created this whole health regimen together where we would get up. Initially it was like four. Now we're more like five, go to the gym be home by six or seven or whenever. And so what we end up with is not just that we're both really consistent with our fitness, but we also have a date every single morning doing something that feels really good. And that Frank, I, you know, I think she's sexy as hell when she's working out. I don't know what she thinks of me, but like it's, it's attractive. It's attracting, it's connective. There's no kids. Everybody else is asleep. And that is, is, I think, as much as the fitness aspect, why it's such an important habit for my life. Because I literally, you know, how many couples struggle to find a date night once a week? I have seven morning dates a week with my wife, and it's been game changing. Dan, isn't that just so adorable? It is. It's a very commendable. <laughs> well, actually, awesome. I cannot believe, you know, we're four minutes to the close of my show. 
So Jeff, you and I are going to do our little thing next week. I'm just going to book you as my own guest because I need to get well, because I need to get to this topic of what you created and how much I support you in that. Uh, but I think this was a great show. Do you guys agree? Excellent show. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. Um, Dan, what's one thing you want to leave my audience with for the week? Well, the big thing we've been working on, I've been working on is um, fight COVID-19 Utah. And it started as a Utah effort to get uh, N95 masks and supplies to frontline responders, firefighters, police, hospitals. And now it's expanded to Utah. We've sent out over 20,000 masks and um, 20,000 hand sanitizers and things like that. So we're doing a lot right now to try to raise funds so we can send more to the hotspots as we, you know, start tapering off of this infection rate. So that's been my big focus. And that's, you know, uh, one way that everybody could, if, if they want to look at that help out nationally as well, because the, I don't think the government's mobilizing still at the velocity it needs to, to protect our healthcare workers. Nice. How about emotionally and mentally for somebody? Um, emotionally and mentally, again, is just practice that courage every single day, make those three action items of your physical, spiritual, and financial execution, and make sure you schedule that on your phone and execute that. Just get it done. Whether it's that exercise that Jeff's talking about, that's one of them in the morning, to being able to reach out and help other people and, and do the best you can. I love it. Jeff, a message for the, for the masses out here. Yeah, I, you know, I, there's this kind of meme going around on the internet because, and, and it, I'm sure I get it a lot because I'm in a lot of marketing channels and entrepreneurial channels. But basically, it's this card that says something like, "If you don't come out of this crisis with a new side hustle, talent, or skill, something to that effect," then it says, "You never lacked for time; you lacked discipline." Oh, drop the microphone, <laughs> and. It, you know, anything repeated too much becomes, uh, uh, you know, trite to say, but I don't, I can't get enough of this quote card. I, I smile every time I see it because there's all these people at home right now. And, and Dan, you said it earlier, fear causes a contraction for most people, right? And we lit, you know, True. fear is in the air right now. If you can have the discipline, not to sound all JFK-ish, but like, or was it FDR? I forget who, you know, but fear itself is something to fear because it makes you smaller. And this is a time, you know, again, Dan, you, you've said all the stuff. I'm just going to keep directing people back to what you said. Like, this is a time when you can differentiate yourself simply by not being scared and not playing small right now, you stand out. And the more you can lean into that, the more you can stand out. So um, be, be bold and recognize that the majority of people in any industry right now are going to either shrink or go away which means there's that much more opportunity for you to expand. And, and I, I, I agree this is a time to help everyone else, but I think sometimes we get lost in that and it becomes our safety net. Is it like we're scared to take care of ourselves too? We're, and we're scared to declare that as an intention because we seem self-absorbed. You know what? I run out of time. You guys both on the OPP score get like a 9.999 just because I want to make sure you come back. That is how you guys do it, how you get to be an ideal guest. You've got something important to say. You've got a message. You've spent years mastering it. That's why my two guests are absolute rock stars. I want to thank you both very much. For all my family and friends out there, here's my thought. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay home. I'm Forbes Riley. Guys, I'll see you again next week. Thank you both very much.
thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.